The word shadow is quite a cringe word for many, and to some it gives them the heebie-jeebies. Moreover, it's awkward for many to try and look at their shadows. However, how will we do the shadow work without acknowledging that we have a shadow? For a layperson, to discover your shadow involves working in light and learning refraction, which is that dark part of yourself that people often see but you rarely acknowledge. That is to say, your shadow is a part of all of something that you always want to hide. To motivate you, some speakers will say, look in the mirror, see through yourself, shut your eyes to your fear and shame, and appreciate who you are. This means don't look at your shadow self and think that you need help to work through it. But don't you think that's against totally understanding who you are? Welcome to the Stick Stones, and Roots podcast, the podcast that encourages you to be the ace of your magic. Welcome to the Stick Stones and Roots podcast. I am your host, Alonia Water. Some feelings or emotional reactions show up when we don't want them to, and that's okay. Shadow work explores these truths about yourself, deepens your self-awareness, and enhances your growth. It is designed to help you accept all of yourself and move with authenticity and clarity. No wonder shadow working is a phenomenal idea some people try to avoid. However, we shall explore shadow working and what you can gain from it and its practice. Do we all have shadows? Yes, we all have shadows. Many people have brought it under the shades of self-examination self-awareness, and different names that involve making the unconscious conscious. Beyond the names, the good news about the answer to this question is that we all can integrate our shadow and use it to manage our mental health and relationships with ourselves as well as other people. This part of us craves attention. It wants you to understand and explore it. I want to note one thing. If your shadow is not integrated into yourself by rejecting or ignoring it, you might not be at your mental or emotional best. So how do we do shadow work? Shadow work can be done solo or it can be done with the help of a health professional. Either way is perfect. Mental health practitioners are conversant with helping to examine feelings, thoughts, and assumptions, and they can help with any form of therapy to get the work done. However, we can also do shadow work solo, and this can include journaling and just responding to a lot of prompts that trigger our shadow selves. It involves questioning and exploration. That is a That is asking objective questions that push you to examine old stories or think critically about the beliefs you hold about yourself. Some people call it 
the Socratic procedure. To psychoanalysts, they consider it maintaining psychological health. The whole concept is that the therapist will help provide a form of mirror that can help interpret the parts of ourselves that we find difficult to see and accept. You can follow these steps to do your own form of shadow work, but be sure you want to do it and decide if you need a therapist or want help to do it. You can also, as mentioned earlier, do shadow work on your own. However, I do want to encourage you that a professional can help you discover patterns faster and understand the tools for each discovery that you may come up with on your shadow working journey. So the steps include projecting or spotting your habits. This involves looking for patterns you repeat daily and those that trigger your past. Your projection will help you discover the shadow self that craves to be seen. Childhood scanning. You have a deep insight into your childhood and figure out times you were considered bad or lesser. You must have grown up repressing those things and believe you're bad for having them. Please don't stop here. Uncover those things and don't be ashamed or afraid. Your shadow is yourself and it needs compassion. You have to put yourself into a love confession sequence. What are some words of affirmation that make you feel accepted? You can say for yourself, I trust you, I love you, I deserve happiness, I'm worthy of good things, and other words of affirmation. Meditation. This is one of the most amazing processes of shadow working. First, you have to look out for your emotional triggers. Then you meditate by observing what happens and try as much as possible not to be judgmental. Remember, it is yourself. Be gentle, be gracious with yourself, and be patient. Keep a shadow diary. The written word from you about you gives you a safe space. It might feel uncomfortable trying to put the light and the dark down, but don't worry. You will find your shadow self feeling heard. While doing this, it's important not to censor yourself. Just write without overthinking. It's good to write and get these feelings out. Be spontaneous. This is not all over the place. This is mainly for people who find it challenging to write. You don't have to panic while in the shadow working picnic. Be spontaneous about your choice of expressing yourself. It could be any form of art. It could be singing, painting, dancing, etc. Finally, you can have a conversation with your shadow self. It's close to meditation. However, you expect a response without judgment here. How long does the process of shadow work take? Shadow working is a continual process. It is going to differ per person because we are all different. But bear in mind that shadow working is a never-ending journey. The more you come to terms with yourself and heal, the better you are going to become. 
Never give up on the process of shadow work. It's going to take a lot of time, a lot of effort and energy on your part, but you can get through it. There are many benefits of shadow working, such as you're going to gain a lot of confidence, start feeling whole again. And this is a significant plus to shadow working. The shadows that were once problematic due to unawareness are gone. You begin to see patterns in ego, die to your ego, and begin to move on. You are sure about the light and darkness and how to put things right with their knowledge. You tend to have a holistic view of yourself and it's clear for others to see. On this path to wellness, on your spiritual journey, people will sense a change in you, and that's fine. We are dying to our old selves, and we are becoming our new selves, which is filled with love, light, peace, and calmness. You will begin to have better relationship with others. Shadow work opens the door to love yourself more, as well as the people around you. You become capable of understanding people for who they are. You begin to become more empathetic and sympathetic with the life condition. And you become more gracious with yourself as well as all of those individuals that you interact with on a daily basis. You can also gain a heightened creativity. These things that we have once just ignored about ourselves, such as our creative process, the businesses that we were once supposed to start, you become more aware of the things that you have been procrastinating about, and you're going to become more creative and embrace those parts of yourself that you once denied. You're going to tend to uncover your hidden creativity. Your mode of expression is unique and authentic. Then people will find it easy to say something desirable about you. Shadow work heals trauma. Shadow working traces the source of past pains and trauma, and it goes way back to your childhood and helps you heal those wounds. You know, sometimes in life we get to a wall, a brick wall that we can't get past. And actually looking within ourselves spending time with ourselves, meditation, being in silence with ourselves, where we just kill all the noise from social media, from phones, from other gadgets, computers, and just go inside of our own consciousness. It helps us find those areas that were traumatic for us, that were traumatic in childhood. A lot of us Our childhoods were not great. You know, um, it was not storybook or the childhood that you may see on TV, on a television show or in a movie even. You know, we had some serious trauma in our childhoods. We had narcissistic parents. We had parents that didn't listen to us, didn't appreciate us, that used us. And it was just a one-way street, a one-way relationship. So shadow working helps you look those things dead in the eye and say, hey, this happened to me. This happened to you and I'm going to look at you and I'm going to focus on you 
I'm going to acknowledge that you exist for me in my past. And I'm going to do the self-work that I need to heal and get past whatever happened to me. Because only then can you become your authentic self, the person that you were created to be. Reconnect with your ancestral line, your ancestral DNA, the person that you were supposed to be put here to be to help others. You are no longer under a pile of rubble just covering up your spirit and covering up your light. Your light is exposed now. And you're just going to find so much peace and freedom in that fact. So shadow working is going to help you heal past those traumas. It's going to give you clarity. It's like the whole framework of shadow working. You are aware, you are in control, and you are making the right call. It's an easy routine once you accept yourself and the information about yourself. Stop being so critical, letting other people be critical about you. Your journey, your healing journey is only about you and it's about no one else. Don't let anyone put a time frame on your journey because it is so subjective and personal. There is no certain formula and there is no certain time to heal. If you decide to be unconscious of your shadow, you're going to continue to suppress it. Yes, shadow suppression can prevent you from gaining the benefits of shadow working. It can be harmful even. Some people are aware of it, but they don't want to deal with it. It may lead to drinking alcohol, drugs, to self-soothe, anxiety, depression, always saying negative things about yourself, and a darker list of other things. Always suppressing your shadow self, ignoring your shadow self can lead you into just a dark abyss. Something that is just so dark, you're always negative, people don't want to be around you. This affects your work life, your relationships with your husband or your wife, your children. It affects every part of your life. People that you come into contact with are miserable because your spirit is miserable and bogged down by all of these things that happened to you in your past. And at some point in your life, you should want freedom and to break away from that. So in order to do that, you have to do the work so that you can heal. Rather than deal with the dark, some people are going to continuously try to suppress it and get in this deeper darkness. So please stop that process. Stop the generational cyclical patterns that go on in your life. Just stop it and make the life better for yourself as well as your family, your generation, and those around you. You don't have to be in that continual cycle of pain. No doubt, we mostly get celebrated when we rise through the ranks and get up there. People forget your struggles and they look away from your battles 
especially the demons you had to come to terms with. But you have to remember this, that we all have shadows. Some of our best lessons in the world will be how we look at those things we want to hide. At some point, when you can bring your shadow to the surface and process it in your life, you develop and you grow exponentially. You've got this. I know that you have been through a lot and life is not easy, but we can make the process a little bit easier on ourselves by showing ourselves grace, giving ourselves time, believing that the universe will always provide for us and be there for us and is very nurturing, loving, and there is nothing but peace, love, and light on the other side. So you have to tap into these things. You can tap in by meditation, doing yoga, journaling, being in nature, being by yourself, to learn about yourself. Learning about yourself is a beautiful process. A lot of us have not learned about ourselves, but we believe the stories that other people have orchestrated about ourselves. We believe what our parents told us about ourselves before even trusting our own self. How can you believe what somebody tells you and you're the actual person that's going through it or those are your emotions? You know, believe in yourself and don't give up on your healing journey. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sticks, Stones, and Roots podcast. You can follow the show on Instagram, YouTube, or the website, which is www.stickstonesandroots.com. I also offer a lot of ancestral healing products, such as products that are aimed to help you heal, get off bad energy, you know, cleanse your aura and your chakras, as well as I provide oracle readings, um, cord cutting from generational cyclical patterns, as well as Reiki, distance Reiki sessions. Thank you for listening and remember to be the ace of your magic. Until next time.